0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back for another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders and I am back with Josh here to kind of recap all of our thoughts about Season 6 Episode 1 and look to the future, maybe previewing a little bit of what is to come and what we hope for as Season 6 is so it's so back, Josh. It's so back. We just recorded a great episode, which is what we're going to do every Thursday or Friday during season six over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash by order of Peaky, which is our full deep dive into each episode. Josh, you weren't with us for the Apple episode one, but you were able to really let
1: all of your opinions know it over on Patreon this week. You got to listen to the Patreon. Like this is the best episode that we've done in such a long time. Like I feel like I was a better podcaster as a result of a better episode of Peaky Blinders. It's been so long. I'm back. I'm upset that we got, that we didn't get to do, you know, that I wasn't able to do the instant reaction. I was on vacation. I was skiing in Utah. Um, Really bad timing, but I think Daniel and Andrew did a phenomenal job breaking that down. I'll be here for the rest of this, of the season, doing those instant reactions. But the Patreon is really a place where we can, as we as as we said on the Patreon, it let it simmer for a little bit. It kind of let the, the the significance of a lot of, a lot of these lines and the, a lot of these scenes kind of take on new meaning as opposed to just, you know, as we watch it right away, what we think. So really, really, really great episode. And I'm excited to what we have in store, especially with this episode. So before we kind of get into a couple of our fun little, uh, games that we're going to do here late in the
0: week on on apple um was there anything that that when you listen to the the, our our instant reaction was there anything that you think that we missed anything that you want to add on for our listeners here
1: yeah i mean just a couple things is i think that as we said in the patreon like not too long ago i think that the ada plot she's taking on the poly role she really is taking on that poly role and i think that it's it kind of shows that Polly had the hardest job of the family she had to watch over everybody she had to take care of everyone's little problems you know they're all drunkards. they're all you know sometimes users as arthur is now and she also had to handle the business she had to, she had to you know keep home base when tommy was doing his thing and i think that ada is really realizing how hard that role is and it's really taking a toll on her so as ada might not be the, the focal point of a lot of these plots, just take notice of how, how much she's actually struggling to handle the whole family and keep everyone afloat. Something that I just really noticed. And then also, you know, I really thought that the the Polly scene in the beginning, you know, with her death, I think that it was a, a, a true coronation and tribute to her, like not, not towards Polly, but towards Helen McCrory. Like the actor's true raw emotions when they pan to each one of them, you can see that they're really taking it hard. And I think that that was an actual true reaction to, to Helen passing. I mean, I mean, who knows if that was even supposed to be scripted or if that's just how they reacted naturally. And so it's just, I felt it. I have goosebumps talking about it. I have goosebumps when I watched it. Uh, just, I think that that was just so well done and how they kind of, you know, took her out of the show, but also it was just so powerful and so sad.
0: And the beauty of being able to do an episode like this five, six days after the episode aired is now we get to have the reaction from the rest of the world. And, and I think it was so well received, the critic review 9.5 on IMDb, which you know is the second highest rated episode ever on Peaky Blinders. Very rare for, uh, I would say, just like everyone to receive the memorial of someone like that so well, because there's always going to be naysayers, but I didn't see a lot of negative comments about the way that was handled. And you know, if, if you have friends there, wherever you are outside the UK that haven't been able to watch this episode, and they're wondering why the way to do it is in our show notes. It's ExpressVPN. And by signing up for a VPN... You can watch anything you want outside of the country that you live in. So go to tryexpressvpn.com slash Peaky, tell your friends, send the links around so that everyone can be caught up with us. And I also want you guys all to send us your thoughts, B-O-O-T, PeakyBlinders at gmail.com. We'll try to read as many as we can here in this late week, almost like a pre-episode, a pre-cap I, instead of a recap. I,
1: I'm excited to to get this mailbag to get these thoughts of our fans because we we're gonna learn so much like we're not perfect. We're watching this episode just like you are, you know one or two times, maybe three if you are as dedicated as we are, and we're not gonna we're, we're gonna miss things like I, it's just natural so these these thoughts that you guys have like don't hold back, let' us know what you think, predictions, you know, things that maybe we got wrong, we'll take it you know we 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 have thick skin, we've gotten some pretty bad things in the past and we're not afraid to hear what you have to think. So please send in your thoughts. Cause we, this is only going to make the show better. And so, you know, we have just one from
0: episode one and it's from Catherine who said she's been uh, loving the podcast and she discovered Peaky in 2020. Um, she said the episode was epic, but she loved the tiny details. Let's go over a couple of the tiny details from Catherine. And this was something you texted me too. seeing Tommy's face in the mud. You mentioned maybe a little bit of a, uh, like a Batman nod
1: and of course was, Dark Knight. It was funny. It, it was face. funny. I was like, it reminded me, it reminded me of Two Face from Batman from the from, from the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. Was he in the Dark Knight Rises? I think it was in the first one. It was in the first one. But it reminded me of that. It's funny how we get that scarecrow reference in the prior season where where Killian Murphy plays the scarecrow, the villain, and in, in one of the first Batman movies. So that was just funny, something that I saw right away. And
0: then another thing that, uh, or she, actually, first, Catherine said that she thinks more of like a yin and a yang, right? You've got the old Tommy, and then immediately he like washes it off, and now he's like a new man almost, right? Like he's, he's changed. He's a little good cleaner. Good observation.
1: I like that. I like that I one like a, that lot. a lot. Um, a really
0: good observation. Like,
1: I kind of think that that hit it on the head.
0: To be yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Something thing. that Josh, you texted me about was uh, how ironic it is that Tommy's talking about how he's a more calm and peaceful person while he has the gun in the hand.
1: Yeah, it's like he has he has a gun pointed to this woman and he's like, you know, you know, since I forswore alcohol four years ago, I'm a much calmer and peaceful man. And it's like very ironic. He has a gun pointed to to people's head. But he he's acting calm while he's doing it. He's not panicking, he doesn't seem fidgety. He's very calm while he's doing it. So just very ironic. Um, something that Catherine said is if you notice Tommy's clothes, you'll see his ties are almost
0: too tight. They seem to choke him as a metaphor of the pressure that he's under. I noticed that, but I, I also felt that, that Michael's ties and, and the fact that he, Michael had a tie in prison was hilarious. They're just, no,
1: they're, just a big, they're big fans of uh, the Windsor knot. not, this episode.
0: And then this is something that we're going to be talking about a lot, especially in this specific pre-cap moving forward episode. And Catherine says, Johnny Dogs' wife, Esmeralda, is that Aberama Gold's eldest daughter who was almost won by Tommy in the wager over Charlie's yard with the coin flip? and this is possibilities, but as Josh talked about in our Patreon pod, is Esmeralda just long form for Esme, right? Is Johnny Dog's married to Esme? Because we know she's going to come back this season.
1: I, I'm like pretty confident in that. Like that, that, they wouldn't have a character named Esmeralda and a character named Esme. I think that Johnny might be married to Esme and she, Esme obviously has her gypsy family and they're very connected to their gypsy ties. And I think that, I think that I think that it's going to be Esme. I, I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to stick to that. Okay, so let's 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 go more on that because you
0: know we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to finish each episode with our winners and losers from the previous episode, but I want to do a little bit of like uh, you know foresight, a little predicting here because I think that instead of Esme being married to Johnny Dogs, I think Esmeralda is someone different. I think Esme is going to be. Sought after to save Ruby. That's one prediction that I've got here moving forward. There aren't too many that I can conjure up from that first episode because I don't want to say, "Oh, I think this is going to happen." Oh, I think this is going to happen. I'd rather just pick one or two big thoughts, and that's one of them that I think they will need because of Ruby's transfiction into her uh, her Romany um, madness there at the end.
1: Well, I i agree i think that that's probably what's going to happen i have a very big prediction you know after looking at a poly, when when they kind of play that poly quote where it says there will be a war and one of you will die which one i cannot tell and that is michael or tommy are gonna die i don't know which one my bold prediction obviously will Tommy's going to die. Yeah, you got to hold to strong make- on the Tommy dying thing, right? Yeah. And I think that it's going to mean that Tommy's going to die at the end of the season. I, that's my bull. Bo- it's, it's a bold prediction for a reason. Do I think that it's probably going to happen? No, but I think it's a bold thought that it very well could. And I think that that quote, that there will be a war and one of you will die, which one I cannot tell, is going to be played in every single episode throughout the season. Ooh i like that
0: i i think that's, you know
1: i think it's gonna happen i thought about it and it's like they wouldn't
0: have helen mccrory speaking right. and not let that come to fruition
1: right but that's gonna happen it's and it's it's a direct uh, it's a direct reference to michael or tommy dying like it's it's obvious
0: yes it's a one of you will die and uh i'm gonna go ahead and throw a wrinkle in it and i'm gonna say that i think maybe it's a reference to world war two and maybe there will be a war i think they're both going to survive and then we're going to get a little bit of world war two and maybe the finale of this season will be that war episode that we kind of want maybe they're working together and maybe one of them dies
1: that's just one of those those throw-ins um well it's, it's funny because right right after that right after that quote the next scene tommy goes I'm very much looking forward to working with you again, Michael. You look very well, so it's kind of, <laughs> kind of funny. Maybe it's it Tommy had a lot of those zingers throughout this episode, but a, a lot of great quotes. Maybe we can even do an episode, you know, one day of all the all, all the quotes that were in this episode because you could literally fill up 25 minutes analyzing some of these lines. But I, it's just kind of going back to what you said. Who who knows? Who, who knows?
0: Do you think that Michael? has changed his thoughts. Cause he said, I trust him talking about Tommy. And then he learns that Tommy is the one that put him in jail. I, you know, I, something, something inside me is making me think that Michael is not going to lose trust in Tommy. He's going to stay fervent in his belief that Tommy has changed a little bit. That's, that's my guess.
1: I, I really don't know. Like I would love to have an answer. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I have, I think one way or another, I don't. I can't tell if he's just doing it to put on a front in front of Tommy, or if deep down he's 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 like, oh, I just need to say, I need to say the right things in the moment to put on a front, or if he actually believes it. I, I don't know if he trusts him or not. You know, it's very obviously af- obviously after he tips tips him off, he doesn't. He probably doesn't have trust in him. But I don't know if like the 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 overarching you know theme is Michael has trust in Tommy. You know, I- to kind of handle things.
0: One thing I'm very much looking forward to, and we may get it as soon as this upcoming Sunday, we're going to see Gina away from Michael for like the first time ever. You know, she's going to be her own character in this season, it seems like. I don't know. I don't know what I'm rooting for, but I'm not against like three, four episodes with Michael stuck in prison. Like I could see that being a possibility.
1: I think it would be such a waste. It would be such a waste of Finn Cole's acting and plot Well, we yes, need him yeah. on the front lines. Like we need him, you know, doing his thing, blowing his smoke like you love. You love yeah. that you love I, that smoke. I smoke. was gonna
0: make it one of the winners of the episode, but you hate it. You love
1: it. that smoke. I thought it was cringe, but you love that smoke. But but, but we need we need him and his and, and his new mustache, you know, on the front lines with Tommy, whether or not, you know, one's gonna defeat the other, who's gonna die, if Finn's gonna if if Michael is gonna actually exact his revenge on tommy like he really wants his revenge on tommy and you know we alluded to this in the patreon a little bit who knows if tommy knows that that michael said that he's gonna get revenge on tommy so long as he lives almighty god so it's just something that i think that has to come to fruition he has to make an attack on tommy one way or the or or the other in some way shape or form now, I wouldn't hate a side plot of of Michael trying to,
0: you know, be in, like, get some power in jail. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, get, give me three episodes of Gina trying to do her own thing aside from Michael. We don't even know how much Finn Cole was able to shoot because he's busy with this, he's the star of a show in America called Animal Kingdom. So that kind of throws into, like, how many, how many hours, we know Alfie Solomons is not going to be in that much of the season because Tom Hardy is Tom Hardy. So there's, like, things like that that, like, Killian Murphy had to miss the damn premiere because he's filming the new Oppenheimer movie, the Christopher Nolan feature, but Finn Cole was at the premiere. So there's all these things that may cannot jump up, and that's kind of the stuff that that the nerds like us will, will dive into as, as the season goes on to kind of guess up and down, you know, why Blank isn't in this much. Like maybe Oswald Mosley will have. You know, one or two episodes where he shines, and then he takes a back seat because Sam Cleveland's busy. You know, there's like there's a lot of things like that that throw
1: into the 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 issues, especially filming in the COVID era. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, we that was a problem with Thrones and why Thrones was rushed. Uh, who knows? Maybe that's. I mean, that's only that's why there's was only six episodes and there's not a seventh season. But I I don't think that that would take away from you mean eighth season? Yeah, eighth season. Sorry. I don't think it, no no no. I'm talking about Piggy.
0: Oh oh sorry sorry go ahead.
1: Yeah no so what I'm saying is like I don't think that that would take away from from the plot. I think the plot is gonna be the way that it is no matter how maybe that's why it took two years so long to f- over 850 days 880 days to come to fruition. Obviously we were complaining and you know I, I also for for the Apple listeners I says I said this over on the Patreon episode. I was so critical of season five. I was so critical of all the time that it took, but I'm so happy to get this episode. It just put to, put to bed, everything that I said and all the criticism that I had, this was such a great episode, even though it was a setup episode, it was a perfect setup episode. It was better than any, any, any other episode in season five. And I'm happy that Steven Knight set things up right off the bat. Like, if he had put this episode, let's say, into a, an episode five of the season, I maybe would have been a little upset. But it's so perfect for a season six, episode one setup. And I think that's going to be, you know, smooth sailing from here. And we're going to get arguably one of the best seasons, if not the best season of Peaky Blinders yet. Here we go. Let's go into our winners and losers of
0: 6.1 Black Day Oof, ah, what do we want to start with? Let's let's start with winners. All right, let's keep it on a positive note. Um, who's who's one winner,
1: two winners for you? I mean, I I'm probably it's it, I'm probably going to steal it from you and right, go ahead. We're allowed to do it right off the bat. And I think Tommy Shelby was just a winner in this episode. He was so smart, so suave, he's got his head on his shoulders, he's clean, he's crisp. Obviously the whole Ruby aspect of the of the of, of, of this episode was not a win for him. I think he's gonna he's gonna be fine, but he has such a clear plan and a clear mind and no one is gonna defeat him. No one is gonna stop him until maybe one day my bull prediction comes correct. But <laughs> well, I think it's a winner for us though. Like the Ruby situation is is a winner because
0: I don't know how much entertainment was gonna come from Tommy Shelby, not in Birmingham, because that's like, it's the final oh, yeah. season of the show yeah. and he needs to spend as much time there as possible. In my opinion.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Very, very true. But just the fact that he, he, he dunked on everybody in this episode, he dunked on Michael, he dunked on the boss on, on the, on the whole family, the Boston gang, literally like windmill two, two handed. It, it was pretty reverse tens across the board from, from the judges and a slam dunk contest. Tommy Shelby dunked on everybody. He could not be stopped this episode. Like he literally could not. And I'm just happy to see that confident Tommy back. Pretty hilarious for like somebody to. And you know, I'm not gonna. I
0: don't know his a character's name yet. You know, we haven't really been introduced too much to all of uh, all of Michael's clan. And but the, the one who was seemed to be leading the way in that conversation. Um, Maybe, you know, I'm looking here on IMDb. There's a guy named O'Donnell. There's one named Liam. Um, I think maybe it's O'Donnell, the, the, the leader of that, of that crew. And he, you don't, you don't try to make someone do something like drink whiskey and then take no for an answer, right? Like Tommy called his bluff and he kind of just sat there doing nothing. He made fun of him for knowing poetry yeah. and Tommy stunted on him with the poem. Like it was hilarious that entire exchange.
1: Yeah, he's like, I, you know, I haven't written poetry yet, but I can read it. And he, it was just really well done. Tommy just dunking. I'm probably, like, I think we can come to agreement. I'm not allowed to use Tommy again for the rest of the season. Yeah. Maybe in, like, maybe in like episode six, if it's, like, he just has, like, an almighty no, triumph. Can't use Tommy. Then I, I, I can think, use him.
0: How about this? How about we throw a wrinkle in this? How about we do, like, a survivor style where, like, whoever yeah, we I, pick. Yeah, I like, a one and done. Hey, I'm using Tommy Shelby, whoever I thought, whatever it happened. No, it's great. We're going to do one winner and one loser per episode per person. And whoever we use, we can't, can't use, use yeah. again for the rest
1: of the season. I love it. All right. Or, oh, on i like, so I, I can use Tom as a loser though. Right. Right. But hopefully right. You, you don't use Tommy as a loser.
0: All right. All right. I like that little wrinkle. Let's do it. Okay. Right. Okay. Um. And uh, okay. Let's, let's go over my winner and it's. Oof! It's it's a biggie because like I am upset that I'm not going to be able to use her for the rest of the season, but I, it doesn't matter. My my winner, and I think it's because the rest of the season is going to be very downhill for her. Is is Gina? Because like w- we got out of Gina this episode, and more Anya Taylor Joy. Um, we talked a little bit about this on the Patreon episode we just recorded. Patreon.com/slash by order of Peaky. It's just like Anya's accent got so, so much, much better. plug. I little so plug. Open. Anya's accent got so much better this episode than last season. She kind of shook a little bit of the New York twang. If she's going to have family in Boston, there's no reason for her to have a a heavy New York accent. So I'm happy they kind of altered that.
1: that. Yeah, I think Steven kind of saw that last season and was like, let's just get rid of this. There's, there's, There's no need. She absolutely stole the scene with
0: Tommy in the gold room. Like she is magnificent. Your eyes cannot leave the like transfixing nature of drunk Gina in that moment with her on the, you know, the music box. And then when she explodes at Michael in jail, like she is wearing the pants in that relationship. She has a, a son, we don't even know where the son is. So that may be something that she may not be winning in, but like, hopefully there's a nanny, right? The nannies of Birmingham meet the nannies of Boston. Um, and that's a little callback for those of our deep, deep dive uh, OG fans there. Um, but but Gina's going to be, Gina's my winner, and it's, it's not, I can't even think of someone else in this episode that stole the scenes, aside from, you know, Tommy, Killian. Nobody else stole the scenes like Gina did.
1: I mean, she was magnificent. Anita Joy was magnificent. She is such a star. She's beautiful. She's so elegant. She's, the way she talks and, like, the way she stares is just powerful, and I think that, her rise as an actress, Anya Taylor Joy, is really coming to fruition and in, in coming into picture in this in this in this show. And such a good find and such a good plug-in to put Anya Taylor Joy into the show because she's really, you know, making contributing to the eliteness of the show to have that actress, especially where she is in her career. That scene in that in in that mag- in that beautiful room with all the colors, um, Tommy asked for water. She says, we don't have water here. Like, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Like, they're not even – they don't even have water yeah, it was in, the, in the room. Obviously, they had water, but she's, like, too bad, so sad. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I agree she was great. I think that you're kind of saying that Anya or joy was more of the winner. But I think that you're also saying that Gina and her confidence – was also a winner of this episode, even though she got dunked on and put in her place by Tommy.
0: And I wanted, I wanted to do Captain Swing, but because of our new wrinkle in the rule, that. because of a wrinkle, I'm thinking she's on the come up. So there's going to be another episode yeah. that I'm going to give Charlene um, McKenna the the credit because I think she's about to. She only had one moment, like
1: she only had three lines total in
0: the whole episode. So that's big, not enough for like yeah, Gino
1: Go ahead. Big Go ahead. win for. For a woman in power too i mean captain swing is a, is a woman in power she's obviously someone of importance uh in in her role and she's she's in charge and so i think that's also something that, that that's thrown in there i mean big win for a girl power so
0: okay and then this is it this is a tough one because there are a lot of potential losers in this episode a lot of people went through it you know between arthur
1: and ruby and and, and there's there's a long list like who, who, who would be your loser of this episode my, I mean, my loser was going to be Gina. Okay. For just, for just getting dunked on by Tommy. Like that, that's, that's all I have to say. There you just go. Getting absolutely rocked by Tommy in that scene. You know, now you're on your knees, you know, in front of your uncle basically. And, you know, she has this whole, this whole plan, you know, the family's going to be, you know, do, do business. Tommy's like, no, I'm, I'm coming in here and I'm taking over basically. And I'm, and I'm ruining your plan. And I also put your husband in jail by the way. Yeah. So I thought, I thought that Tommy just dunked on her so hard that she's my loser of the episode. Okay. And then I'm going to go
0: with Jean-Claude. Cause like I wrote so much oh, about Jean-Claude he, when I watched this episode, yeah, he, Jean-Claude he got, 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 wrecked. got wrecked and it, this isn't going to be the end. I don't think that we're going to see of, uh, of Gregory Fitosi who plays Jean-Claude. Cause something tells me he's going to be like the, the go-to guy for Tommy in, uh, in Miquelon. So from like getting embarrassed in front of your friends and like your local barkeep to like maybe losing the chance of making like millions of dollars because you burn that that card to, to getting your face slashed for being a badass. Jean Claude, you know, never stood a chance in this one. I almost went with with our guy Packy. Cause like something tells me that Johnny Dogs' life is about to get a lot more hectic, um, who was living with all these wives. Scott Free letting his kids run around in Lizzie's mansion. And now with Tommy coming back, um, I think Johnny Dog's life is about to uh, is about to go downhill a little bit because we didn't see him, but he's not having to watch all of his kids. So like he's winning
1: right he's now. He's got kids, he's got wives. He's got, <laughs> it feels like he's got a lot in his plate already. So who, who knows? I'm excited to see him kind of in calamity, you know, having to organize all this and running a family.
0: Can't wait to meet you know, Amber Anderson and James Freshville. And when is Stephen Graham's character going to be introduced? It was in a lot of that trailer. So we are so pumped just a few days away from Sunday, March 6th where Josh and I will try to jump on as early as we can to get this pod out to you. So my recommendation is to just keep checking, sign up for the subscription for, you know, like subscribe on the Apple, Spotify, sign up for notifications. That way you can get an alert right when our episode pops up here for free on Apple or Google or Spotify or Anchor, wherever you listen to us. We'll be talking to you very, very soon about episode two of which there is no title for, oh, there is. Wow, 20 minutes ago I checked
1: and there was no episode. Oh, what is it? What is it it's called? Black shirt. Are we gonna get black? Like, I think Something we're getting a black, black season. Episode. I think we're getting a black Depression. season. Depression. Okay. There's, a,
0: there's a dog, a black dog. Maybe the black horse comes black into play. Oh, love very excited. Black shirt. <laughs> so it's black shirt. Black shirt. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, we didn't get any of our girl Grace in that first episode. So yeah, that's something that's we true. know she she is going. Annabelle Wallace teased that she will be in this season. So that's another thing to just sprinkle out there to us, our, our, our goldfish at the top of the, at the top of the, you know, the pond, just trying to eat anything we can as we get closer to Sunday. Wrapping things up here. Thank you so much for joining us once again. As always, weekly episodes right here. Try to get two a week, we will. And then over on Patreon, one a week patreon.com slash by order of Peaky and always we're so happy to be sponsored by ExpressVPN, which is helping everyone out of the UK watch this with us Josh is on I'm on and that's how we're able to do it so go ahead and text a friend the link try expressvpn.com slash Peaky so that everyone can join in the glee or the sorrow of this black season he's Josh I'm Daniel and we binge so you don't have to